0: let's welcome in our panel now for the ramwick preview ron duffersey good morning to you again duff
1: yeah good morning luke ready to go here and um see, see what happened with these markets overnight
0: mm, it sure will be andrew hurley joins us he'll have all that information for us how are you hurls how's the betting on this program
2: yeah it's been pretty swift actually uh, luke as you'd expect this time of year tricky card. um depends i suppose which way you look at it a couple of favorites but a couple of races where it's pretty wide, but um, yeah, overall, it's been a fairly strong betting program thus far.
0: Brad Gray, how are you travelling, mate? You on the bridle?
2: Yeah, good morning, fellas. So far, jeez,
3: I'd be in a bit of trough and bubble if I was off the bridle at 8 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> uh, but give me a few hours. So Tommy Kitten holding his price, isn't he? $2.30 at the moment, so not a lot happening to this point. be interesting to see if the bookies do just dangle that carrot there for the punters because he's got a bit of a fan club
0: out there, Tommy, and I think today's the day he can deliver. Mm, Exactly mate, as long as it's a carrot Uh, Let's get into it boys, race number one And uh, the first race is the Midway Handicap It's the Ron Duffersey Midway this week Uh, Still without a sponsor Um, I'll keep petitioning for it for you Duff 1100 metres, Hurls talk us through the market
2: uh, Presidian ruler, the only scratching a three by two, the deduction. Fourteen dollars for Cecil Street Ladd. Chief Conductor, three dollars, went up two ninety, eighteen for Cuban Gran Chico. Vindication is a seven dollar chance. Twelve dollars out from eight fire and ice on Lancaster Bomber at fourteen. Thirty four annulus. IPO, five dollars. Went up five fifty this morning, so it's already had a bit of a tickle. Uh, ten dollars in from fifteen. Ningaloo Star went up fifteen on Wednesday. Also sorry uh, for Tollish. And up 26 on Wednesday. It's now into $12, 100 to 1 for Maresca. And Spirit of Varanasi, we went up $51 into 16 So a couple of moves there at prices. As far as uh, the overall investment is concerned, yeah, it's pretty much market order, Chief Conductor and IPO.
3: And Chief Conductor's a fast horse, 1,100 metres straight to the front. Catch him if you can. Lancaster Bomber, he actually led last time out. He won't be leading uh, Chief Conductor, but he can put himself right there. Vindication won't be too far away. Annulus is the other speed horse here, albeit he's more uh, an on-speed horse once he gets out the 1,600 metres, so I imagine they're quite happy to take a trail, and IPO can settle much closer than what we saw there first up, Duff.
1: Uh, yep, um, pretty keen on Chief Conductor here, I think he's one of the better bets of the day, I think 2 to $1 or $3 is acceptable, um, has some second up form, he's a big strong horse, so you'd expect he'd come on from that midweek run in what looks to be a strong enough midway for a uh, midweek race for a midway, I would have thought. So, yeah, comfortable to be with him. I think, you know, he's well-bred, he's lightly raised, he's sharp, he gets the claim and I just, I think he's ticking most boxes here. I think the, the main danger is IPO. If she re- reproduces that first up run, uh, she's certainly some sort of threat. Uh, and she's another one who could race closer from a better draw here today. Uh, Lancaster Bomber, this is his style of race, midway level um, that lacks depth, so he's there. And likewise uh, with Fire and Ice, who I'd like to see a little bit more support for. He's had his couple of trials leading into this race. I'm two nine seven and six. Yeah, I'm with him as well, 259 and 1. You touched on his pedigree, Duff. It gets lost a little bit, doesn't
3: it? I'm invincible yeah. from Switzerland, if you don't mind. That's a pretty fat pedigree. So he's a fast horse, 1100 metres. Second up, uh, I thought he was good there. First up, just spent him, himself in a bit of a tricky spot. He was being dictated to by the horse on his inside at Warwick Farm. Uh, he was left in front a long way from home and it just set up for two sweepers to come right down the outside. So I know he was beaten near two lengths, but. There gaps back through the rest of the field, and I think we can trust that as a strong form reference uh, in the context of what he faces here. Five, Vindication. it has been freshened up since failing at Canterbury. He did have an excuse of being posted deep throughout, so forget that. Little tick-over trial since then. I like the dry track, 1,100 metres. That should see him bounce back to his best form. And the last time he raced over this track and trip, he split Mogo Magic and Smashing Eagle. Nine, IPO. Hard to miss her first up run where she really savaged a line. Uh, she only has to build off that. Slightly to be in the finish again here. And I like the fact that she can settle closer in the run and one Cecil Street lad, the best of the rest. I don't mind the depth of his form lines. Two, five, nine and one in the opener.
0: Pass on Darren Flindell's tips in a moment. Just a glitch with our system, how we would normally access those. Um, but once that's rectified, I will pass on Darren's tips uh, so the world can continue to turn. Uh, we can't leave out Flindell's tips uh, for you on a Saturday bring them to you in due course. Um, And just to Dave Noonan in Narrabeen on the text line there, Dave, uh, just in regard to your query, uh, I simply direct you to uh, Google, just type in Racing Australia and everything you need will be uh, right there. So uh, thanks for that text on the text line, Dave. Uh, And I should have asked you as well, Brad, uh, in regards to the track today, how do you think it'll play uh, at Royal Randwick?
3: I'm treating it as a fair track. Uh, I want to see the first couple of races in terms of if it dries out or not. Uh, If there still is a bit of cushion, they might get one or two off the fence.
0: Okay. And Duff, you were just neutral and prepared to adjust and react as it unfolds, weren't you?
1: I'll probably have a firm opinion after the highway, um, if there's any opinion to have. Um, I would have thought uh, with a soft track uh, that might be a rough hope to be down the outside, actually. Okay, interesting.
0: Uh, Race number two we go to, boys, and it is the uh, Catanuts Jewelers Handicap over 1,200 metres, benchmark 78. Andrew Hurley's got the market.
2: World comes out, 4 by four, 1 cent the win, Piscidian Ruler, and Love Shark, 3 cent the win, 0 the place. Well, this is up the top with Atmosphere, $10. $10 also Capostrada. and 9 to 9.50 this morning. 4 40 into $4. Pioneer River makes it favourite. $4.60 Sevenac. Marnix, 23. Now, Dollar Magic, $11 on Wednesday, 7 50 this morning. Kimberly Secrets, $5.50. Wizard of Oz at $9.50. Most popular runner is Pioneer River, but only marginally. Dollar Magic, that uh, trim is off the back of money for Reese Jones.
3: Yeah, you couldn't begrudge anybody from tipping anything in this race, and it's an interesting map because it does look to be pressure, so all runners get their chance. You've got Dollar Magic who likes a spear forward, Kimberly Secrets has got some speed, Pioneer River. Drawn Barrier 1 and Wizard of Oz coming across. And even Atmosphere, I guess you could throw into the mix as well, but I think they'd be quite happy to take a trail. So a bit of tempo up front here, Duff.
1: Yeah, it's quick enough, isn't it? So, um, I I just feel Pioneer River from Barrier 1 gets the chance to dictate or judge the speed of, the, of this race from that position he's in, whether he wants to go forward and take it up or just hand up to one or two and, and pop up behind them. I know there's no recent wins there with him. It's been a while between drinks, but he's racing with a good level of consistency. I think back to twelve hundred's good for him. Um, no issue really if the well yeah, he doesn't want it, he wouldn't have wanted it to stay too soft, but it won't be. So yeah, I'm I'm happy to be tipping him here. I think Kimberly Secrets is his main danger. Couple of runs back from a spill has her ready. Uh Sebenaker, just the great unknown of the twelve hundred meter factor. And atmosphere is a much better horse than what we saw uh, there first up behind the cabo so he's had a, a little 42 day freshen and a soft trial since that so maybe we should be reassessing him and judging him on a bit some of that bit better form you know where he did run second behind Hawaii y5 o and a in a guineas he was placed in the South Pacific and um, had some queensland winter form so uh, he is a bit of a mystery runner here atmosphere, but I'm four10 five and one.
3: Yeah, I'm with Atmosphere here, just on the fact that he's $10 and if he runs up to his best from last campaign, I think he takes care of these, so you've got to take him with a, a bit of a leap of faith to some extent, take him on trust, uh, he was simply too bad to be true there first up, so you look at the, the setup of that race and it was high pressure, did that find him out potentially, I think he gets the right scenario to bounce back here, he's had a tick over trial since then, 6 weeks between runs, a little bit of jar out of the ground. Suits, and with due respect to his rivals, yeah, he's got a depth of form through last campaign that's simply better than these Hawaii Five-0, Reseda, Kovalika just have to roll the dice. Two, Capo Strada, similar for the stalemate. He had genuine excuses himself. First up, he blundered at the start. They saw him get a long way back in the run, and he made no impression late. So the form through that race has been frank in Saturday company since four, Pioneer River. Punches up from barrier one. Uh, it doesn't lead, it just holds a spot in behind the speed, and uh, he only has to hold his form to figure in the finish again. And five, Sebenak It is a nice race for him, other than the fact that it is 1,200 metres, as Duff touched on. That's the query. He has to answer that today, uh, but he does come back for a benchmark one at Caulfield last start uh, was outsped there in the early in the middle stages we actually rushed home the clock the fastest closing splits across the entire meeting so I like the way that he won first up no doubt he's going well it's just that 1200 meter query one two four and five
0: uh, for Darren Flindell uh, three on top in uh, race number two to beat well, here one here we go some owner mail light. oh yes I, I hadn't put two and two together there Brad you're right so clearly Big D is uh, in Order today So uh, from Darren Flindell The part Owner numbers... You'll get The chat Today You'll be Down the Stores yeah, Having a Chat with <laughs> me uh, well, that was a beauty, wasn't it, Duff? I mean, yeah. uh, was it on two occasions that Nathan Doyle wasn't on track, so Flindell took it upon himself to just go down, give the final instructions to Dalalart, <laughs> give him the pep talk, and he won both times. We need to display yeah. this in the form guide. He's a strap today talk. as well. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Duff? Can that be entered in the form guide, well, Flindell pep
1: talk? Or what's t- uh, well, it would be a change of tactics if, he, if he's not down there. Put it that way.
0: <laughs> Very good. <laughs> yes. So three, one, four, five for Darren there, race number two. And in the first... Uh, Darren was 9 6 two, 11 uh, What was number nine in race one? Uh, so I have a look here. IPO. So IPO in the first for Darren. By the way, Brad, text on the text line here. Hi, boys. Uh, with the colder weather, has Brad Gray been donning the turtleneck of late? We know he loves that particular attire. Did <laughs> yeah. um, you answer that, Brad? Uh, no, that was a one-off. <laughs> that was probably one too many times as well. <laughs> <laughs> And the follow-up <laughs> question is, do you really think someone texts that in or did I just make that up? Uh, I think you just made that up. <laughs> yeah, you'd be right. <laughs> Race three, boys. Tab Highway, Andrew Hurley. Um, you've surely just not done the four buttons undone as usual this week with the colder weather and you've probably just got three undone.
2: Yeah, well, I've got the shirt underneath, actually. I haven't had a cold for about nine weeks. So I was due, fair dinkum, uh just on um, Brad Gray with his, uh, with his skivvy turtleneck. I heard, um, I heard Ben... Ben Way, say to him on Thursday, I've oh, got to do another one of these promos, and I don't think he'd even got the words out, and Brad goes, it's not another turtleneck, is it? <laughs> <laughs> true story, he was beer yeah. and loathing. Let's hope not. All right, all right, race three, Zaru comes out, zero deduction, two cents to win for I'm a True Star, Listomania never fails, zero and two cents to win for Smoke Show. At the top, we've got Rajanish. It's a $21 chance. $11 for The Dramatist. Transplant, 51 11 Super Extreme. Seven fifty. Iron Will. Bandy's Boy, $8. dollars Four sixty. Wednesday. Three forty. this morning. Now two eighty. Florino. Unrelenting, $41. Sumptuary, uh, The Stable Mate to the Favourite. 23 21 All About Roy. Sharp Shock, 16 North of Ellie, $10. Montebello's Charm, 126 201 for extravagant choice and Love Shuck is a $14 chance. One of the better back runners on the card here is this favourite, Florino. They've been all over it all week and again this morning they're buttering up 3.40 to 2.80 already at what quarter past eight.
3: it's getting skinny, isn't it? Just punishes chipping away uh, at his price, but he does map to get the run of the race, just in behind what should be a pretty genuinely run uh, speed. So all about Roy, Iron Will, Spears forward, north of Eli can come across. The same can be said for Transplant uh, and Sumptree and Florino. Uh, The two trained there by Paul Massara and Leah Gavinrich look to get the runners of the race here, Duff.
1: Yeah, interesting race. Um, I think there's good value in Bandy's boy here. He's got the Winkers on second up today. I know... He's just a horse still learning what this is all about. Um, he looked big and beautiful there at Rose Hill, definitely needing the run first up, like the way he hit the line. And I, I think back to this level second up here with the jar out of the track, which is a big positive. Um, yeah, have to be have a specy each way on him. Super Extreme looks set up well. He's had the 2,000 metre runs uh, leading into this race, third up now. And um, he has... Uh, One at this track and distance in the past. So uh, I think the setup's good for him at the odds. Iron Will, what you see is what you get. He just has a go right on top of the speed all the time. And if he gets beat, it's never by far. And then this very interesting runner. Obviously, there's big raps on this fellow. He's untapped, Florino. Um, three wins from four starts. His uh, trial, he wasn't really let go. The map looks nice for him, and you go back through. You know his form. The win at Musselbrook. There's been five winners come out of that. Uh, that second at Gosford. There's been six winners come out of that race, and his Newcastle win before a spill. There's been four winners come out of that. So the depth of form is around him, and obviously highly fancied. But um, I'm, I can see value in ten, ten, five, seven, and eleven.
3: Yeah, and Aaron Bullock comes to town to ride him. Florino, he's been with him all the way through, and his only other ride across the card is a $26 chance. so That's a fair push in itself. I've got him second pick. I'm also with Bandy's Boy here. 10, 11, 2 and 5. $8. I think that's more than fair enough. I liked his first up run. He had put the riding on the wall in a trial prior to that. Two suggests that he has returned uh, nicely. So he found himself in a race there first up that he simply couldn't win. They dashed home in in lightning fast time. He's come home in 32, 5. So he couldn't have done much, much more there at Rose Hill. Over 1,100 metres, and we've seen Dual come out and frank the form through that race. He ran third there and subsequently beat Spacewalk in a Group 2 sprint in Melbourne. So, he improves off that. He was 55 weeks between runs. I like the setup here. 1,200 metres back in grade, three weeks between runs. 11, Florino. Of course, he's going to attract plenty of interest. Uh, he's got a big reputation, three from four. Can't do much more than that. You look at the depth of his Newcastle win. Uh, through his his latest win there, uh, uh, last time we saw him at the races, he beat Memoria and Coriolis. That reads pretty well for a highway. Two nice trials, he looks set up. To the dramatist, he comes through that same recent trial as Florino and he was a real eye-catcher down the outside. He's got more racing experience compared to Florino and shouldn't be underestimated here, particularly with good speed on paper. And five, super extreme. I quite like the setup for him tackling this third up. He just stayed at 1,000 metres there second up, found one a little bit too fast, but he was doing his best work through the line. So he too is
0: suited by a genuinely run race. 10, 11, 2 and 5, but a good highway. Yeah, it is a good highway, Brad. So 10 on top for you, Bandy's boy. Darren Flindell, 2, 10, 11 and 15 with his numbers. Darren's uh, found the two, the dramatist uh, off the trial and fresh here with his selections. Just on Bandy's boy, Duff, what did you make of the fact he just couldn't seem to keep up early last night? It was like he had a flat tyre. Was it was just lacking
1: match practice or what did you think? Yeah, he's a bit like that. He's still, like I said, he's a, he's a horse that's not push button. We mm. saw that when he was very green winning early on and I just think he's been work in progress, but it's his third prep now, and hopefully the penny drops with him. Hopefully it's just the speed of the 1100s that's just get his wheels spinning. So I'm hoping maybe at 1,200 today, a better draw, he can get his confidence and travel a little bit closer than midfield.
0: We go to race four, and it's the E-Group Protective Services Handicap over the 1,600 metres. Andrew Hurley's got the market.
2: Yeah, just the one scratching, excuse me. And that is Cruise Missile 3 by 3 Up the top, we've got High Court. It's a $71 chance. Kemagui has been at 13 out to 23. 14, Pervade. Colour Sergeant, 26. 200 to 1 for Mars a bit. Unanimous, 41. Six to five dollars for Hollywood Hero. We went up three twenty. Bang they took that very quickly on Wednesday for sequestered. It's two fifty to two forty this morning. Six dollars at Chintori, Super Chilled at sixteen, seventy one Osbread rising sun, bazooka sixty one, seventy one at Mandaboss and Territory Express at six fifty. I took a replay or took a look at this replay a couple of times during the week. Sequestered Dead Set. I don't know what was more impressive. The ride or the win it was enormous. Two forty.
1: Yeah,
3: she's flying, isn't she? Uh, where does she get to in the map here? It's an interesting one, but she can get her as close as settling outside the lead uh, because Cinque finds the front. I think Hollywood Hero bounces straight onto the back of Cinque and thereafter, uh, you're left scratching your head a bit here because there's a lot of backmarkers engaged. Camagui, could he be closer? You'd think so. Uh, yeah, sequestered. Interesting one as, as far as where she finds herself here, Duff.
1: Um, yeah, if they... I think they're going to ride her back here for cover. I think they're asking for a disaster uh, because there's nothing there to drag her into this race. She'll end up behind 100 to 1 chances. I think they're going to take their medicine and ride her closer. This is, um, I think it's a no-brainer because you've got two stable mates there taking ownership of the lead, and then Cinquatori um, and Hollywood Hero and then when they decide to quicken, she's got to find a way out to chase the pack. So, um, yeah, I I think uh, reasonably they have to go forward here and uh, just settle in the first four or or five. And if that happens, I think she's hard enough to beat. I think uh, going to a mile now is beautiful. you know she's come back. She's on her way, charging to to stakes racing. I think for sure. So she's on top. If she does find a little bit of trouble looking for cover, Cinquatori is could be off and gone here. I don't think they're in the same class, but just racing style and pattern is in Cinquatori's favour here. Soft track's beautiful for, um, uh, for for him. Of the others, I'm a big fan of Territory Express, but I think he needs a fast race. Uh, but he has got a lot of talent, this horse, and Pervade is a big improver. If you're giving Cinque Tori a chance, I just think Pervade, now that he's struck a little bit of form, can only improve again. So 8, 9, 15 and 3, just run-of-the-race stuff has to go your way here.
3: Yeah, I'm with her. I thought she was one of the better bets across the meeting. So eight, nine, seven, and ten, chasing three on the bounce. I know she was suited there by a fast tempo set by Body Bob at Randwick last time out, but there was a lot to like about the way she quickened to put her rivals away. The overall time was slick. Does go up another three kilos, but I love the setup here. 1,600 (coughs) metres, third up, and the track should be dry enough for her to show that electric turn of foot. Nine Chinkatore, uh, he wasn't waiting around for anybody there at Warwick Farm last start. Uh, he was a very fit horse and was ridden accordingly. He was back from 1,800 metres, Josh Parr, handlebars down, and they simply couldn't catch him. So a bit more depth here, but I imagine the tactics are similar. Just try and pinch it at the top of the straight. Hollywood hero, the stalemate, looks to get the right run. There was little between the pair in the Bathurst Cup a couple of starts ago. He came from a long way back the last time we saw him. Uh, to win the Canamble Cup, Hollywood hero. He's going well. He's been up for a long time, but he's holding his form and he maps to get the run of the race. And 10, super chill. Maybe can poke into a, a place here. Uh, she'll improve off what she did there behind sequestered first up. Uh, if she does get the sting out of the ground, that'll suit, uh, and she draws better and out to the mile. So a setup that can see her improve a couple of lengths. 8, 9,
0: 7, and 10. Let's see what Darren's come up with uh, with his numbers. Race number four, he's eight on top, sequestered, to beat nine, three, and four. Do you know what it means, Brad, sequestered? No. To be sequestered means to keep apart from others, segregate or isolate. I've been doing that for thirty years, not by choice. (laughs) Not by by choice, choice, though, Bradley. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: Well, she's out of a mare called Abduction, so I think that'd be uh, that'd be where that comes from.
0: Very clever. uh, A lot of the Godolphin names. Um, Well, I mean, Duff. uh, When you finish with your form analysing, we don't want you to ever leave, but that could be a gig for you. uh, Naming all the Godolphin horses. You're pretty clever with uh, words like that, Duff.
1: Yeah. A couple of hundred thousand a year. Do you... <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. Can they afford you, Duff? They probably can <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: Let's kick on, boys. Race number five on the program. A uh, couple of thousand a year. He's too good, Duff. Uh, tab Brian Crowley Stakes listed over 1,200 metres. And this race is super interesting, Hurls. Uh, Barber's not going uh, up the top. He's out. So uh, General Salute is the first horse you'll read here. What price him?
2: Yeah, it's, uh, what we open up at $5? I'm just going to let you know of a big bet we've just taken on Love Shuck in race three. 8000 the win at 13 and 2000 the place at 380 So, pretty good breccy bet there. Just nice. taken on race uh, on race number three. All right, I'll just go through this deductions first. Look, um, Barber, 13 by 11, 4 by 5, Love Shuck, uh, Ballroom Bella, 5 by 6. So we've got General Salute, $5, no change. 9.50 Armed Forces, Balkans, $9. Went up $15 for it on Wednesday. Keenan is a $5 chance. Uh, La Parrain, it's been well tried this morning, as a matter of fact. It's 6 to 5.50, back to 6, but written a number of bets on it. Uh, Midnight Opal, early money for it, $15 now, $10. $12 Firelane and Mumbai Muse, 3.70 to 3.50. La Parrain is the best back runner.
3: Yeah, it'll be an on-speed horse as well. La Keenan, I think, holds the front fire lane, jumps straight on the back of Keenan. And Balkans wouldn't be too far away. The same can be said for Mumbai Muse here, Duff.
1: Uh, yeah, always been a fan of Mumbai Muse. She hasn't won a race yet, but I just love her with a freshen up. A great trial um, since the T-Rose. I think she fits in beautifully from the good draw. She's got a turn of speed to put a field away, and I'm happy... Uh, to be with her, although she's getting in pretty skinny now. I think General Salute uh, got a few gear changes and a freshen up in a trial since failing at 1400 in the Golden Rose, so uh, his previous form would shape pretty well right up in a race like this Uh, Armed Forces, I thought it was a better run second up, so typical Chris Waller improver, third up now, finding some form, he'll be very strong late here, off what looks to be a nice even speed up front and I'll throw in Keenan. Um, he was pretty good, winning that midweek with style. Uh, I just I've got to penalise these leaders on the Kensington track, but it's hard to penalise him. He was he was pretty good there, and just has to handle a bigger track here. Ten, two, three, and six. The other one that could improve is Balkans, but I'll go with uh, I like her a fair bit Mumbai Muse. Yeah, it was a meeting uh, where Keenan won where it was an advantage to be up on top of the
3: speed and he was a $1.55, so he was entitled to win, but I do like the fact that he's just set up well here, so fourth up, back from 1,300 metres gets control to some extent up on top of the speed and he's hard to chase down so I am with him, albeit this is a race that did give me a bit of a headache, so 6-10 3-2, uh, he has to jump from a Kensington maiden there straight into a the deep end to some extent. You get some horses that have got some exposure at the top level, uh, but I think he gets the right setup, the right platform to make that leap. Ten at Mumbai Muse. Disappointing the last time we saw her, uh, but that was in the T-Rose, so freshened up since then. Lovely trial. Maps to get the run of those. 1,200 hundred metres. She gets her chance. No excuses. Three armed forces. If these first couple of races prove that it's no disadvantage to be running down the middle, uh, that $10 looks a big price, doesn't it? You look at the depth of his form lines, uh, not only throughout his entire career, but just this time back. Step Hardy there a couple of starts ago. Uh, he went around in the in guineas and, and very firm in the guineas. Then last time out, uh, he hit the front there at the valley and was just run down by Mahaba and Brave Mead. And We've seen Brave Mead frank that form line already and two general salute. He's another horse you've got to take on trust. He was disappointing there in the Golden Rose. A lot more was expected from him. However, you could easily run prior to that you know, in the lead-up and 1200 metres blanket finish behind cylinder. So he has the right sprinting form lines to give this a shake. But six, ten, three, and two, but a lot of different angles to that race.
1: What do you make of the uh, uh, the two unbeaten horses? La perrain was brilliant. Um, just I, I just found it amusing that unfancied in the market that day, and this Midnight Opal. There's good raps about. Uh, this cult as well. How, what, what what's your feelings about their uh, sort of midweek performances?
3: Yeah, well, I think they've found the right race to measure up in, haven't they? I don't really know. So Midnight uh, Opal is one that interests me. He's done it pretty much with gears up his sleeve, like Scone and then Kem Grange. What did he beat there? Not a lot, with due respect. And he was sent around a dollar thirty-five and a dollar forty, but he looks at a lovely style of horse. He's got some versatility in terms of where he can settle in the run. And he's got a turn of foot, so. Wouldn't be surprised in the slightest to see him run a race here. And we know that uh, Nathan Doyle is an exceptional placer of his horses. So if he thinks he's up to a race like this, uh, yeah, I'd take that as, as gospel.
1: Mm.
0: If I said, Duff, you can have 10% in one of these horses, who are you, who are you taking?
1: Um, good question. Can I wait till? Uh, yeah, after I'll give the you the race. Oh, yep. <laughs> 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 I, I, I thought you just wanted a few minutes, not till after
0: the
3: race. No, Duff. No, 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 no. I'm
1: waiting. He wants to look the at race. their pedigrees. Yeah, exactly. Which ones can <laughs> I breathe <laughs> from <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, yeah. it's
0: off the table, Duff. You can get stuffed. Uh, you, you had your <laughs> <laughs> chance. <laughs> Two minute window. Yeah. Oh well. Uh, I mean, it's an interesting question. I mean, you've got the cult there. Uh, General Salute. Um, he. He's been wayward duff, hasn't he? I mean, is he a, a horse? I, I see the tongue ties on. Could that make a difference and just straighten him up? He's had a history of hanging. And, I mean, if, if that doesn't work, maybe he's a candidate for the ultimate.
1: Yes, uh, maybe. Maybe. I I think I'll take 10% of Mumbai Muse. She's a filly, well bred. She's already stakes placed, and if she gets the stakes win, she's worth plenty today. So I'll take 10% of her. Thanks. All right, done.
0: Righto. Uh, (laughs) Too good, Duff. Well done. Uh, Let's move on, boys. Race number six for Toyota Forklifts. Uh, Good people there. at Toyota forklifts, um, the only reason I say that Hurls is they uh, had me in their Marquee Everest Day for a few freebies. So uh, shout, yeah. out to, <laughs> shout out to them. <laughs> you <know what> <laughs> Group three, eighteen hundred meters. I wouldn't think you wanted a forklift, but <laughs> no,
2: I needed it after race ten. <laughs> Talk us through the market, buddy. <laughs> All right. There's been good support here for Huetor, which is not surprising. But what is surprising, we went up $11, which uh, seemed to be very generous. Uh, Hinge comes out 15 by 13, and Sabark, the deduction there, 6 by 7. Wetter, uh Weta, uh four eighty to five dollars today, but as I said, as much as eleven dollars was posted. Numerians our favourite at four dollars, four eighty no compromise, skyman at twenty six, Zarek at seven dollars, thirty one Stockman, Fireburn seven fifty and Renaissance Woman, which just about every man in his dog back last day, except for yours truly, it's at four dollars and forty cents. Today the most popular run has actually been Fireburn.
3: Yeah, well, I guess with a bit of rain around, that suits Fireburn, doesn't it? She thinks she can settle closer as well. Uh, she's drawn a couple of horrible marbles and been forced to give away big head starts. But looks to be like a battle of tactics here with no hinged involved. Numerian just goes blanc and gets control. You'd think Zarek maybe that opens the door for him to spear forward. He's pretty versatile uh, in that regard. And thereafter, uh, they just fall into line, don't they, Duff?
1: Yeah. Look, it's. Uh... A funny race. I'm shocked that they scratched Hinged. She was uh, well-fancied in a, race, a winnable race like this. So I like Nemirian He's found his price now. I was getting excited when he went up seven. Obviously, we got that scratching there. But, um, yeah, he, everyone seems to have found him, and I can understand why. I thought he stuck on well. With we limited room to move the other day, I loved the way he went past the line. Uh, like Hieronymus on to stand over him. Uh, so, yeah, comfortable tipping him here. Um, we're, no compromise, he's just a terrific horse who never runs bad, but the gamble is, back to 1800, and he's had a couple of runs under his belt now. So that's always a query, but at least you know what you're going to get from him, where a couple of these are you've got your um, hand, you know, heads, hands in the air, thinking, well, if, if, if. Uh, I'll put in Fireburn. Uh, the track conditions are nice for her. You know, just a bit of toe in it to, into it today and best of the rest. Well, how do you line him up, Weto? He's a class horse when right. Um, we can't just press a button and go from 150 to one chance beating seven lengths or so uh, to winning, but he would only have to find three quarters of his best form to be nearly winning a race like this. Two, three, nine and one. A uh, tricky little race, although I have got confidence in you, Marion.
3: Yeah, I'm with him as well, New Marion. Just in terms of the shape of this race, he's going to get his chance to dictate. You look at his run, second up last preparation, he improved and was just run down by Cascadian in an Australian Cup. So, a repeat of that, and he's the horse to beat. Not surprised that the markets found him. So, two, five, three, and nine dangers right down the page. There's plenty of them. Uh, which way do you turn, Zarek? I think he can improve. He went back in Journey last time out. Uh, that was in the the King Charles and. He was just off the track, uh, forget that. If he goes forward and does settle outside the lead, he could, he could run a bit of a cheeky race here. Three, no compromise, the same concern as Duff. Third up, back in journey, is the speed out of his legs now, and you're taking a very skinny price to find out. He was sent around at $61 uh, in the hill stakes, and nine, fire burn. I think she's going a lot better than the form guide does suggest, and today we'll get a fine, to, well, today when we'll, she gets the right setup to find out, to see if that's true. Uh, he gets a little bit of toe out of the ground, uh, which suits Maps to settle closer. And she should be sprinting hard at the finish. Two, five, three, nine. Interesting that we've both left out Renaissance Woman, uh, but it's a big step up here, isn't it? Wait for age uh, in terms
0: of what she has been beating up on, but she's a mare very much in form. Darren Flindell, one, three, ten, and two. Uh, one on top for Darren. Wet is his top selection? And Brad, you're not filthy. I didn't offer you a share as well earlier, are you? No, no, mate.
3: Well, okay. oh, I'm used. To, I'm used to being left out of these things. Yeah, he,
1: he can have ten percent in Tom Kitten. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, well, I will tell you what, I wouldn't mind ten percent in Tom Kitten.
3: He owes me about ten percent after the last three starts. Oh, you're sticking today, just a little Absolutely. tease. Before it good boy, Absolutely, good boy. good no, boy. Absolutely,
0: right. double up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll give you. I tell you what, I'll give you a share in one in race six. Who do you want to share in? You want Stockman or ten percent in Stockman?
3: Oh, what's left of these? There's a few at the end of their tether, aren't they?
2: <laughs> That's harsh. <Renaissance> <laughs> well, look at that. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on, pictures, hang on. But... You've left
0: Renaissance Woman out of the four and you want to share. Well, oh, she's, she's, got yeah, yeah. she's got upside. She's yeah, she's got residual now. Well, why isn't she in the four, Brad? Because I just don't want to back her today.
3: <laughs> Jeez, I feel like this is some kind of inquisition. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> what about poor old Fireburn? She's got residual, slipper winner.
3: The slipper winner, absolutely. You yeah, brushed her?
0: Yep, no, you can have her. I'll have her. Okay. Five for you then you can listen to us uh, via sky sports radio watch us on sky racing this morning on sky thoroughbred central or you can stream us on the app or online good to have your company we're up to the quaddy legs at royal ramwick today ron Duffy, brad gray andrew hurley with me for the preview and the spring champion stakes duff um, got a pretty good honor roll sharp and smart profondo montefilia shadow hero yankee rose won it a few years ago done deal won this race some handy ones have graced the turf and won this group one.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it certainly have. And well, he, he, he might be the biggest cult hero of all if he wins today, Tom Kitten. Oh. We get uh, Neil Diamond with the Sweet Caroline going out before the Everest. Maybe we should have some Tom Jones today, <laughs> be leading him onto the track with What's New Pussycat?
0: Oh, bro, that, wouldn't that be something, Doug? Uh, at least yeah. when he comes back to scale after yeah, winning it, least. they could get that going. <laughs> yeah, at least. <laughs> oh, he's been stiff, Brad. Uh, but you're sticking, I hear
3: it's true yep the rumours are true uh, mm. I think he gets his chance today doesn't he of course we'll go through it in a bit more detail but he maps to get the right run you'd think he can hold a spot from barrier one and pretty much everything that could have gone wrong has gone wrong he's past
0: three stars a so grand final day today and everything falls into place yeah, the fillies there too Tata La Vida adding to some interest Montefilia and yeah. Yankee Rose recent fillies to win this race so it can work
3: Phillies have got a great recent record, don't they? It took them ages to, to have a proper crack at a race like this, but three of the past seven winners have been Phillies. And even the past two years, She's Extreme ran third last year behind Sharp and Smart and Never Been Kissed ran second to Provondo the start prior. So I can see what Chris Wallace is thinking here. And is she being set up for a little Oaks run? Uh, same mm-hmm. preparation there as She's Extreme. And we, we, of course, know what she did 12 months ago.
0: Andrew Hurley, what's new Pussycat with this market?
2: Uh two thirty now for Tom Kitten. Went up two fifty this morning after opening up at two dollars on Wednesday. From the top, Rafa Attack six fifty is seven this morning. Two fifty into two thirty, Tom Kitten favourite. Eleven dollars Gambare. Kintyre, twenty three. It's been out from fifteen since Wednesday. Same fluctuation. we glad you think so. Fifteen to twenty three. Port Lockroy, $15 Wednesday. They snapped that up. It's now nine fifty. Ravello, 26 Cape Ferret is a $14 chance. Long Jean 71 $19, Medatsu. Now, we went up $51 for it. $101 Ramble on and $2 to La $6 pretty much been holding its line right throughout the trade. I mentioned Medatsu, and I can tell you that is off the back of money since the market opened. It's Tom Kitten, dollar-wise, and then uh, Madatsu, both today and since the market opened.
3: He's a fascinating horse, Madatsu, isn't he? I think he still holds the nomination there for the Melbourne Cup. So he comes off a 2,000-metre win there at Kembla Grange last time out, where he beat Golden Passport, but he was well backed and he got the job done quite nicely. So, yeah, you should see what he does today. But as far as a speed, map, uh, Raffa rolls across. I quite like the wide draw for him. Just uh, gives Regan Ballas a, a bit of time to, to glide across, take control, Kintyre. Uh, Will ride the speed, glad you think so, lands into a lovely position. And then you've got the stalemate to Ravitak, Gambare. I don't think he's the same natural running type as Ravitak, but he won't be too far away in the run here, Duff. Uh,
1: no, intriguing little race. Um, look, I want to go with the filly, only on a price angle, uh, with Tudor Levita. I think she's always been a uh, work in progress to become a staying mare, uh, Well, filly. Uh, she's had a little fresh Like Liked the way they let her put her head in front winning a trial recently, always like that, and tells me that she's doing well. I think she can map a little closer here from that lovely draw, and I think she gives her every opportunity to, uh, to win this race. Um, I think she's safe each way at the $6. Uh, obviously, Tom Kitten's very hard to beat. He's had excuses galore of late. Just, I thought he'd hold the barrier the other day, and he didn't. Uh, but look, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt and um, he's obviously likeable, and I I think he's not going to get any too much longer than 230. I just want to go the better odds to beat Tom Kitten. Raffa tackle, do his thing, uh, no nonsense about him. And Ravello, I think, is going to put in a, a good derby trial and uh, run on nicely at the finish of um, what looks to be a good even speed. Uh, there's others that interest me. Um, Port Lockroy... Uh, he was pretty good against the older horses the other day. I loved the way he sprinted to the line. And they, I read on, where did I read it? On social media that Chris might be tip, tipping this horse up. That might be the market move. Um, Chris Weller might be tipping Madatsu uh, to be, be in the finish here. So 12, 2, 1, and 7. 2 12 1 and 5,
3: Tom Kitten. Today's the day. Holds a position from Barrier 1. Uh, I think he's got the rest covered, at least off his gloaming run, climbing run. But I can see why uh, Duff's gone on the way of to Levita because Tom Kitten does look to have his rivals covered through the uh, the various lead ups. However, Tudor Levita's just got that wild card, that bringing that different formula, a little freshen up since the flight stakes, where it was a kind of a grinding finish. And you'd think 2000 metres looks to suit now. I like the way that she's trialled since. and Uh, she should camp alongside Tom Kitten they'll both get their respective chances in the run one Rafatak will be doing his thing out on top of the speed, 2000 metres looks to suit, Uh, he'll just keep grinding away at the finish, and five, glad you think so, I think he's a really good ruffy here he's another horse who will relish 2000 metres he found himself right in the finish there in the gloaming he maps to get the run of the race and uh, he's going to be strong late. He's another horse that I expect to have some kind of role in the derby because, what, 12 months ago, uh, the Victoria Derby, Quinella both came through this race. So I think there's a few contenders here.
0: Duff touched on Rebello, but I think Glad You Think So also fits that category. Two, 12, one and five. That's Brad Gray's thoughts. Let's see what Darren Flindell's come up with uh, in race number seven. He is Tata La Vita, number 12 on top, to beat two, Tom Kitten. One RAF attack in the spring champion, 12, 2, 1 and 3, race number 7. We go next to race number 8 at Royal Randwick today, and it's the invitation worth $2 million for the mayors. Andrew Hurley with the market.
2: That's a cracking race, isn't it? Rosetta and Russian Conquest come out for zero deductions. Alcohol-free, 16 to 17, Espiona, Jesus trim this in this morning. Three thirty to, to two ninety. Posted uh, two three sixty on Wednesday. Twenty six dollars Royal Merchant. Ruthless Dame sixteen. Nine dollars Opal Ridge. Roots seven fifty and popular. 370 to 380 this morning, magic time. 460 bet Wednesday. 950 parasol. it's been friendless. It's out from $6. Alencia also soft, 15 to 23. 61 banana queen. Osbred flirt 23, in from 51. And Dalcini, a $61 chance. So a bit of a pin up girl with punters is uh, Espiona, and that's certainly the case uh, since this market opened. But, um, geez, Roots has been popular today and since the market opened as well, despite being a 750 chance.
3: Yeah, she's well set up, Roots. Second up, she tends to race well early, early in her campaign. You'd think she can be a little bit closer in the run than what we saw there first up. So speed-wise, alcohol-free comes across. If you can sit outside the lead in a Tab Everest, uh, you can certainly take up the running in an invitation. Paracel won't be too far away. I think they're more inclined to ride her with a trail if they can get that option, uh, given she is 1,400 metres and still a little question mark overhead running the trip. Magic Time comes across, uh, her big advantage over a horse like Espiona is that tactical speed, so they'll be using that here, and Osbred Flirt is the other speed horse engaged off.
1: Uh, yep, uh, intriguing little race, um, again, uh, form lines across the board here, I think she's short enough, but I still want to be with her Magic Time, so I love the way she accelerated from the front the other day, the The plan is to always have her ready for this race, so Uh, Graham's pretty good at that She's got work to do from the draw Hopefully she uh, does just get that push across from uh, alcohol free And I think she'll run well without getting too confident I've got to respect the uh, Tab Everest form And that is Espiona, who we all know is better drawn in close But um, at the big round we track here today um, All depends on pattern of the day But 290, yeah um, uh, short enough, but she's obviously got um, very good recent form. She was terrific in the e- Everest, 2.7 behind. Alcohol-free, I think, is the big improver uh, at the odds. And I'll throw in Paracel, um, getting to good odds, gets the run of the race. Um, looking at the Magic Time Parasol race the other day, 250 and 380 they started. Uh, you could make a case that Paracel should have got closer to her. And here we are, 380 and 950. So if you're tipping magic time, which I am, surely Paracel has to be in the top four. Seven, two, one, and eight. Two,
3: seven, six, and five. Espiona, she's airborne at the moment. All she has to do is hold her form and just get luck at the right time uh, to win this. So 1,400 metres, looks a suit. Back to Mayor's company. Uh, from an Everest run where she wasn't disgraced. She was coming again through the line, if anything. Uh, Her win prior to that was exceptional there in the golden pendant. She's going to need luck at the right time. Given her pattern, she'll find her feet and hit the line. So it won't be the easiest watch, uh, but if it all falls into place, I think she's got too big of a finish. For a few of these, that's no knock on the way Magic Time's going. I love the way she won there last time out. Nash just cuddled her and cuddled her, and then she exploded from on top of the speed. So she's clearly returned well. Wet or dry, doesn't matter. And she's got that all-important tactical speed. Six, Roots. I like the setup for her. Uh, Second up, this looks to have been a bit of a target race for her. Uh, First up, second up, record speaks for itself. She's a, a very dynamic mare when she's presented fresh and if she can just hold a spot from that gate uh, she should have something to say in the finish and five, Opal Ridge, the crew with her is just whether that Kosciuszko run flattens her uh, given it was such a tough run there first up in the Kosciuszko which was her grand final but uh, she's a talented mare and she too gets uh, favours in the run from a low gate Dylan Gibbons aboard, just angle into the clear at the right time and we know she's got a turn of foot if she's on song, two, seven, six and five
0: Those are the thoughts of Brad Gray in the invitation, let's see what Darren's come up with with his thoughts, Magic Time on top, uh, number seven to beat 5-2-8. and eight. Guys, um, Duff, I might direct this to you, because Nash isn't riding at the program today due to suspensions. There's a lot of horses he's been winning on and uh, riding that are on this card today. How are you sort of handling that? Obviously... Uh, Nash, one of our premier riders. The jocks that go on, I'm sure they'll do a, a really good job. But are you penalising those horses at all, or just taking them on a runner by runner basis?
1: Oh, look, I take them on a runner by runner basis, and uh, where they fit in in the map, you know, like a horse like Tom Kitten, I wouldn't be penalising too much because he hasn't had the best of Nash. And Hieronymus is a a, a bit of a, a bully rider like Nash, so it's a similar uh, similar style of rider, so I've got no issue with them. Um, Ironimus taking over from Nash on Tom Kitten, and I think that goes across the board. And I love, uh, you know, uh, confident riders, and Adams in re- very confident at the moment.
0: That's the invitation and Duff's thoughts. Brad, did you have any take on that?
1: not necessarily.
3: Uh, pretty much echo the thoughts there uh, of Duff. So Espiona, Kerry McAvoy's ridden the horse in the past, and uh, he's actually ridden the two previous invitation winners. Believe it or not. So there's only been two editions of the race. So, yeah, a little bit similar to Duff in terms of I think they found uh, the right kind of replacements for Nash throughout the day. But it is like a gear change, isn't it, sometimes when you see Nash aboard uh, in terms of his ability to just get that little bit of extra out of a horse. But, yeah, I think
0: they found the, the right replacements today. Let's kick on, boys. We've got two races left to preview on uh, the preview show here for Ramwick, and it's the Calendar Presnell. Uh, Chincota Chemist, uh, if I'm pronouncing that right, I hope I am, is the sponsor, Group 2 Mile Hurls.
2: Yeah, two absolute legends of the sport, uh uh, Penn Calendar and also Maxi Presnell. It's great that this race is named after them. He-Man comes out six by six. I think Duffy had that on top, so uh, mm. he comes out, mate. Yeah. Uh namesake up the top, eight fifty and nine fifty, back to eight fifty. Chrysale thirteen, the little pumper $15. Twenty six flying trapeze, Jucassi $12. Uh 650 Snowman, 15, 15 Ostraka, zondi 26, 34 peer pressure, Arctic Glamour, went up 280 Wednesday. Uh Wushka that is well and truly gone. A dollar eighty five now and Queen of Dragons at thirty one. They have eyes for one and one only here, and that's Arctic Glamour.
3: How long before we're having something on the hur- the Hurley Marlow? Uh, over sixteen hundred pounds maybe in a couple of years time.
0: We'll be long gone. If happens. <laughs> God help yeah. us if it does, Brad.
3: She's skinny, isn't she? A dollar eighty. Wow wee. So Barrier 1, uh, is that a blessing or a hindrance? It's one of those scenarios when we're not going to know until after the race, but she does strike me as a mare that does, or affiliate that does like a little bit of room. So uh, interesting as, as far as how this race plays out for her. But at the top end, it should be genuinely run. You'd think the little pumper strides across, flying trapeze, Zondi, snowman holds a position, even though he is back 200 metres from the climbing stakes. But, yeah, interesting race as far as tactics here, Duff.
1: Yeah, very interesting. Looks quick enough to me. Um, At the mile I uh, think she is too short with a racing pattern Um, Chance of getting buried back on the inside So I'm happy to uh, have something each way on the swooper here And that is Ducasse. The visor's on today He was good off a setback last time in the wrong part of the track And although still a maiden and running out of excuses uh, Just one more throw at the stumps with him, with me No knock on the favourite, she she looks pretty explosive um, coming out of the maiden and then straight to a stakes race the other day, stepping to 1,400. Uh, Another step up today, a mile, all happening quickly for her, but uh, just looking at her pattern, um, you wouldn't expect the mile would pose her too many issues here. Snowman, yeah, he's up and running and going well. Um, He wasn't far behind them the other day in the gloaming and his previous win... Beating Riff Rocket was outstanding from on top of the speed. And best of the rest. I think a striker might have something. Um, only a maiden the other day, but one of those super maidens where uh, he really charged to the line running right through it. I see he's a big firmer today, my old mate there. Cryosaur. cries sore. Um, he's, he's a better horse than what we've been seeing of late, that's for sure. But I'm happy with six each way here. Six, eleven, seven and
3: eight yeah i've gone 11 1 7 and 8 so i'm swinging with the tide here arctic glamour uh whether you want to play now at a dollar 85 i don't think there's a lot in that price so just wait and hope that she gets back out but hasn't she come back well this time in uh, she's a bit of a juggernaut she takes a a little while to click into gear but once she finds that top gear uh, she is just savage line so 1600 meters off the strength of her of two wins this time back uh, yeah, so there's some potential that she improves again, which is a pretty scary thought. One namesake, not the most conventional setup here, given he is 1,200 metres straight to 1,600 metres. So if you look at his pedigree, and he's a, a full-to-horse at 1 out of 2,000 metres, bank more, so that suggests that he'll relish the mile, like the depth of his sprinting form lines, osmosis, celestial legend, king's gambit. I know he was he ran 8 of 8 there in the Roman console, but he was only beaten uh, three lengths. Seven, snowman. If this race does turn into a bit of a test late, He's got the right grounding uh, to cope with that from two runs over the 1,800 metres. Interesting change of tact here from Chris Waller. Just to divert away from the spring champion and go to this race instead, and everything looks to have fallen into place for him uh, with that cherry just being the marble, the perfect gate. He just stalks the speed. And 8, Ostrika, he is a talent. He does come off a, a little minor setback. Uh, he was supposed to run uh, at a midweek meeting where I was particularly keen on his chances a couple of weeks ago, hence the, the four weeks between runs. But I think it was only a little spike temp, so... Obviously, all indications are that he's come through that okay. And I do like the authority he won with uh, the last time we saw him at the races. 11, one 7 and
0: 8. Yeah, our temperature's all spiked when you donned that turtleneck too, don't worry. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like low, high or low? Ah, very high. <laughs> 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 through the roof. Uh, race 9 for Darren Flindell, 11, seven two. And six Arctic Glamour. I know we've sort of touched on it there, boys, haven't we? But where do we sit with the price? Brad, at the moment, surely she can't get any any she shorter, can't. can she?
3: No, I don't no. think she can, no. I don't think it's as cut and dry as in put-in-take-out kind of setup, eighty five, But she's obviously a, a filly with a huge boom on her. She's mm. got the picket fence. She's the favourite at the moment in the 1,000 guineas. And she's been dominant in her two wins this time back. And I think there's a few convictions over a couple of arrivals here. So... Yeah, I can see she deserves to be favourite and a clear favourite, but a dollar eighty-five, I think that's extremely skinny. I think she's more of a two-dollar ten, two-dollar
0: twenty chance.
1: Where are you at, Duff? Uh, similar, uh, too short for me. That's the only reason I'm posing her. Yep, um, I could market black odds for sure. Yeah,
0: you know, I, I am a little interested in namesake. Um, just that that form line is good, and I mean, you see last of last in the form guide. That's not the full story, is it, Brad? I mean, it was a a great run. Uh, he didn't have a lot go his way, and. 1200 to a mile. Normally, you'd go, oh, gee, but this this stable. um oh, I sort of ignore distance rise with them. Um, they, they understand their horses so well. What was the Derby horse's name? He was sharply up in distance when he yep, Hitotsu. Hitotsu. Yeah, he was uh, right up in trip when he won that Derby. So we've seen them do it before with these three-year-olds. Yeah, but you didn't know if this was the plan all along mm. uh, with
3: him. Like, was it always third up 1200 meters, hold no fears, or was it a, a little bit of a an opportunist kind of throw at the stumps in that they saw the nominations, maybe uh, the makeup of the field, and they thought, yeah, well, okay, let's just go there and see if he can take that leap forward. But you're 100% right, Luke, about his run in the Roman Consul. They dashed home in really quick time there. King's Gambit was the one that just pinch runs up the fence, and he was dynamite that last little bit, and he was pretty much grabbed up uh, to the line namesake, so he could have
0: finished and should have finished a little bit closer again. Yeah, absolutely, mate. And yeah, Hitotsu, he was first up a mile, second up 2,400 in that derby. Uh, when he won it and uh, there you go
3: so namesake might be over the top
0: Well, (laughs) yeah third up yeah exactly Uh, that's the calendar presnell and uh, an interesting race with a, a really nice favorite there race 10 is the national jockeys trust handicap there's a luncheon there at ramwick today for the national jockeys trust 1400 meters andrew hurley with the market
2: Dalalak comes out one cent the win and sequestered seventeen by fourteen. Russian conquest went up seventeen dollars for it on Wednesday. It's now nine dollars. Also Felix Majestic was met with support early. Eight fifty, now five dollars. Two fifty Gringos, it makes a favourite. Uh, Portray, $10, 31 zucarina Bunker Hut, $10, 26 for Cruise Missile, 4 for Cindy at 4 80 and Sweet Mercy at $26. Alright, they're coming home with a favourite here, but, uh, on Mark Portray is at $10, uh, but it's been well tried. Yeah, it opened at 16, it is off the back of money that moved for Portray.
3: If she gets a chance, she'll ride the speed. She looks the leader, and if Felix Majestic's just happy to take uh, a sit outside, which you imagine he would be, uh, she gets her chance to give some cheek here from out in front. But she's likely to have Gringotts, uh, the favourite, just trailing her everywhere she goes into the straight. Where does fall for Cindy get to? She's pretty versatile, but I imagine somewhere just midfield, given the makeup uh, of this last race here, Duff.
1: Uh, yep, my um, like Gringotts here um, He was heavily supported And he just kept trying and trying and trying there uh, Last start When he was back in distance So I think back to 1400 is a real positive with him The draws are positive And um, I think he has to get another chance here Even with the 59 I think Felix Majestic is better than midway class And gets his chance to uh, prove that today The track should be dried out by this stage of the day So no issues there Fall for Cindy Leaded those big bets with the big weight at Warwick Farm. Uh, looked pretty good and strong. So she uh, has obviously come back more mature. And she does look big odds here, Portray. Uh, she just did uh, too much work from the draw the other day in that same race uh, Gringotts was in. So a touch over the odds for mine. 4-3, 10-5.
3: Four ten two and 5, so similar for me. Gringotts on top, tried to find something to beat him. He just sets up too well. I thought he was so brave last time out to keep chasing despite being wide the trip. So no concern uh, that that'll happen again here. Barry 1 just parks him behind the speed and gets the chance to build off start, which sees him the horse to beat. 10, fall for Cindy. Uh, Ran into sequestered there first up, so was a run against the pattern of the meeting. That suggested that she'd come back well. She still liked the race, and then she justified being sent around as a $1.50 favourite at Warwick Farm, where she thought the speed and was always in control, so drops four kilos from that. Uh, and she does look to be a mare destined to skip through the grades. Two, Felix Majestic has to come out of midway company, but he's flying. Uh, he's fit, he's flying, he makes his own luck. Uh, he just has to transfer that good Rose Hill form to Randwick today. And five, Petrae. I've included her in the quaddie. Uh, if they leave her alone out in front... She could give some cheek. So you look at her run over 1,400 metres a couple of preparations ago uh, where she bumped into a and magic time. So she's always had a bit of quality and she gets the best setup by far of her preparation, 4, 10, 2 and 5.
0: Darren is 2, 10, 3, 4 in the last Russian conquest, his on-top selection. Uh, Ron Duffercy, what is your best for Ramwick? Uh,
1: each way, race 7, number 12, Vita. Uh I also like the first favourite, Chief Conductor, race 1, number 2.
0: Thanks for your help this morning, mate. Have a good day. See you, guys. There's the Duff. Uh, Brad Gray, your best.
1: Best for me. Race 4, number 8, sequestered.
3: And I see she is now $2.20, so the Mm. punters haven't missed her.
0: Yeah, absolutely, mate. You have a great Saturday. Enjoy it. Thanks, guys. Andrew Hurley, thanks for your help. You'll stick around for the Melbourne preview. Looking forward to it, mate. There he is, Andrew Hurley. Goodbye to our TV audience on Sky Racing. Racing HQ Saturday will continue via Sky Sports Radio, or you can also listen to us via the app or on the web browser.